Hello boys and girls, and welcome to another magical episode of Famous Person Storytime. Today's famous person is... Hello America, I'm John Kerry, and I would like to welcome you to a fun night of light reading. You know, most people said to me that if I read a story, it would put most people to sleep. But I think as you'll soon find and out what, what is, what is be... that voice? Who's, who's, who's there? That was weird. And anyways, as I was saying, this book is Where the Wild Things Are. A classic so of nature. Okay, it's happening again. Who cocoa. are you? Well, we Show yourself, you coward. But I, I didn't even get any cocoa. This, this is strange. Why is the music fading? I don't understand what's going on. Alright, uh, I think I'll just start the story then. Where the Wild Things Are. Story and Pictures by Morris, Mo Maurice Sendak. It's important to pronounce the original author's name correctly. These things are important. On the front cover we have here, a, a weird large bear-like creature with human feet and, and horns on its head and a boat in the background which isn't doesn't really have anyone on board it's weird it must be one of those ghost ships Ooh. don't be frightened children it's just a story there's no real ghost ships as you can plainly see i will be explaining everything in explicit detail it's important to have the proper context for the book since those at home won't be able to see the magnificent pictures as illustrated by Mr. Maurice Sendak, a brilliant illustrator. Anyway, that's the front page. Moving on. Alright, on the next page we have the barcode for when this book was scanned at the proprietor of the store where this was purchased. On the next page it says, Winner of the Caldecott Medal for the most distinguished picture book of the year. That must be very prestigious. Maurice must be very proud of himself. Moving on. Here we have two pages filled with leaves. That is all. On the next page, it's just a blank page. This must be some sort of autistic expression. Perhaps that sought out expression called... I can't think of the name at the moment. It will come to me shortly. Give it time. Patience is a virtue. Hold on. Oh my god, that's Coco! They did bring some for me. How did that even get that? Wait, I'm pretty sure I drank from this earlier. How did I not notice? It's hard to tell white from brown due to me being such a non-racist. This cocoa is a delight. Anyway, we have a blank page. What was I saying before? Oh yes, now I remember. This page must be very avant-garde. Look how cultured I am. I know big words that look like two words. Moving on. Where the wild things are. 
And on the next page, it also says, Where the wild things are yet again. Story and pictures by Maurice Sendak. You've already pointed this out. There's no need to remind us. It's been three pages. I think we can comprehend and grasp at the same time the name and the author of this book. Although it has a delightful image of some boy in a wolf costume and some giant creatures walking away scaredly like like a cat although on two hind feet which as you might have known cats usually don't stand on two feet moving on we are now beginning the story do not be alarmed here we go wait a drink first once again that is a delight. The night Max wore his wolf suit and made mischief of one kind. Here we have Max and what seems to be a wolf costume, but underneath it, it looks more like a fox tail. Those two do not look right together. It's strange. Max is holding a giant hammer above his head that is in fact larger than his entire torso. Of what I can gather from the image, it seems that Max is hammering a nail into the wall to hold up some sort of cloth shaped like like a to be used like a rope, and he's using it as like a clothesline to hang a giant sheet over it. He also has a dog doll hanging on a clothespin that's also on the rope. I don't know why. It seems strange. This boy is truly a wild one. In fact, he shouldn't really be nailing that into a wall. It's hard to get out. He's gonna ruin the infrastructure. The price value on the houses go down. This child knows nothing of manners. Moving on. Oh wait, he's also standing on books. He's going to ruin those. What if he was standing on this book? Maurice would be infuriated at the disrespect. Moving on! And another. Okay, maybe I should read these in sequence so you can get the idea because I kind of stopped to describe the picture. Alright, let's, let's start. The night Max wore his wolf suit and made mischief of one kind. Flip page. And another. Now that makes more sense in context. So now we have Max jumping off the stairwells that's dangerous you could hurt yourself max and he seems to be holding what looks like a fork in his left hand smiling devilishly with his mouth open below him on the floor running away in fright is a dog apparently max wishes to eat the dog i do not recommend eating dogs it's very un-american Moving on. His mother called him Wild Thing. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes, the, the author cleverly incorporated the name of the book, Where the Wild Things Are, and added it to the mother's speech when she called him Wild Thing. Anyway, his mother called him Wild Thing, and Max said, I'll eat you up. So he was sent to bed without eating anything. His mother was right in doing so. He very well might have wished to eat her. 
due to his past experience in eating dogs. Although we're not sure if that attempt was successful, the book doesn't explain it. What happened, Maurice? We must know more. Taking a drink now. Anyway, it seems in the image, Max is looking at the door, kind of frustrated with his hand at his hip. He don't take no guff, as the kids say today, I believe. There doesn't seem to be anything special about his room. He has a bed inside of it, as many young children do inside their homes. Next to the bed is a, is a desk with a flower plant on it. Good for him. He probably waters it daily. He does have some respect. The window drawers are open with the moon shining brightly inside. Moving on. I am now turning the page once again. Do not be alarmed. That very night in Max's room, a forest grew. Oh my goodness. Yes, as I can see in the picture, his room looks exactly the same, except there are now trees growing out of the ground. Did he plant seeds? How did this happen? Is this like a Jack and the Beanstalk thing? Were they magic beans, perhaps? Anyway, Max seems to be undeterred as he walks confidently through the room. He seems to be unfazed by this new development. Perhaps he's confident in his skills as a lumberjack. Although I have heard that many of them are transvestites. Next page. And grew. Okay, but once again in context. Let's let's try that again. That very night in Max's room, a forest grew. And grew. Now there seems to be more forest. There's shrubberies and tall grass. His bed seems to be gone into the background. In fact, it seems to be within the wall itself. Max is now snickering. You shouldn't be snickering, Max. Something is afoot. Something mysterious. Your mom will not be happy to clean this up. The market value in the house is going way down. Surely if he knew such things, he would not be snickering in delight. Ah, youth. Next page once again. Wait, hold on. I don't... I've I've run out of cocoa. I, I'm gonna go see if I can get some more. I will return shortly. Hold, hold on. This, this will be a moment. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back in a moment. Just... Just... Just listen. Don't be afraid of the silence, America. Patience is a virtue. I have returned! Alright. That's good cocoa.
sorry for being away for quite a time. The producers of this audio show had told me to pause it if I ever had to get up for any reason, but I want this to be as authentic as possible. Moving on! Uh oh, we have another context one. Hold on, just... That very night in Max's room, a forest grew. And grew. And grew. Until his ceiling hung with vines, and the walls became the world all around. That is a lie, good sir. The walls have not become the world all around. The walls are gone. There is merely trees and forest and shrubberies. And Max... In a weird position. I can't like like a like a cat. I don't really know. Ignore that. Next page. I'm gonna take another drink. That was a weird sip. Ignore that. Anyway, we're on the next page. And an ocean tumbled by with a private boat for Max. And he sailed off through night and day. You should be suspicious of that boat, Max. I almost called him Carl. Ignore that. Anyway, well, okay, the boat has his name Max on it. Okay, he doesn't have to be so suspicious after all. Apparently it's his... <gasps> Or so his captors would expect him to think so. Although I see no captors in the boat, it must have just been a coincidence. Max seems pretty happy to be in the boat at this juncture, according to the photo. And, alright, sorry, context once again. Ignore the previous thing. Ignore me muttering my sentence. Ignore it all! And an ocean tumbled by with a private boat for Max, and they sailed off through night and day. And in and out of weeks, and almost over a year, to where the wild things are. How did he survive so long? I currently see no nourishment aboard the boat. Did he bring a steady stream of dogs to eat? As of now, that's the only thing we know to be sure that he likes to eat. Perhaps he used his fox tail to fish up some fish. Look at that. I used a verb for its own noun. No, wait. I, I used the same word for a verb that I used for noun. Ignore that! Oh my goodness. There seems to be a giant dragon aside from his boat. Max seems to be doing some weird motion. The dragon looks slightly confused at what the hell Max is doing. I would be too. The dragon probably just wanted to borrow a cup of sugar. Next page. I apologize, I've already flipped it. I did not make you aware of the situation beforehand. That is my bad. One more drink. Oh. Oh, that's good stuff. Anyway. And when he came to the place where the wild things are, they roared their terrible roars, and gnashed their terrible teeth, and rolled their terrible eyes, and showed their terrible claws. Now what we have here is Max on the very left side of the page. I feel that position is very important. We have a giant lion creature with a horn coming out of his nose. He has a nose and a horn. 
interesting and riding on his back is a goat creature and then behind him is some weird striped thing with a giant beard all around his head with like button chops and then we have another creature that's kind of reminds me of a chicken and a stoner at the same time these things truly do look wild till max said be still and tame them with the magic trick of staring into all their yellow eyes without blinking once and they were frightened and called them the worst sorry and called him the most wild thing at all ignore the previous statement by goodness they seem to have been scared by someone staring at them these things are truly not wild at all in fact they kind of seem like sissies my goodness they are very frightened you're hiding behind a tree look how small the little man is it's a child wearing a wolf's costume you morons all he's doing is staring at you and waving his hands you're like five times his size he probably still has his baby teeth and since when is it considered a magic trick to stare at someone without blinking that's called the staring game of which i do all the time in fact i've never blinked once in my entire life it's one of the things i can count as a skill for myself it hasn't come in handy yet but one day moving on and made him king of all wild things that's a bad idea wait why didn't my staring at people get me king or at least president in that matter you probably already realized this but i once ran for president i mean in all honesty i'm probably a household name so there's no need to explain myself anyway max was made king apparently he's now sitting atop a small mound with a giant crown and a scepter to go along with it no true throne how lacking in respect these wild things are one of them seems to be bowing down to him yet he's still taller than max and now cried max let the wild rumpus start what is the wild rumpus there's no context oh my goodness i'm looking at the next page and this is truly get this a wild rumpus they seem to be dancing and worshiping the moon max looks like a foolish idiot among them it kind of looks like a congo line one of them seems to be jumping up into the air this seems quite dangerous as max is in front of him he could very well fall on top and crush max's spine one of the wild things seems to have in fact run into a tree it seems like he hasn't even noticed next page i'm sorry that page seemed to have been a little difficult to turn you would think it would be an extremely easy task i am quite embarrassed of myself as you can probably tell i would ask of you once again ignore that the rumpus seems to have continued onto the next page it seems like it's only images on this page as there is no dialogue the characters seem to be hanging from trees 
which is quite dangerous. They could fall and break their neck. On the page next to it, seems like Max is riding on top of one of the wild things, very proud of himself. Although, this wild thing seems none too happy about this predicament. Uh-oh, dissension in the ranks. Better put him down now, Max. You don't want him causing trouble. Next page. Now stop, said Max, and sent the wild things off to bed without their supper. And Max, the king of all wild things, was lonely and wanted to be where someone loved him best of all. This doesn't make any sense. Why did he tell them to stop and send them off to bed without any supper? What have they done wrong, Max? What have they done wrong? There was no character development or anything to set off these events. Why is he lonely all of a sudden and wanting to be with someone who loved him best of all? Your subjects love you, Max. Well, except that one disgruntled wild thing. Although, to be fair, you were riding atop his back. Although George Bush did that many a times, and he never got into any trouble. Maybe that's why he got to be president. I refuse to give piggyback rides. It's a point of principle. Anyway, back to the story. Then, all around from far away, across the world, he smelled something good to eat, so he gave up being king of where the wild things are. You could have your subjects cook you something. Really, you're gonna travel halfway around the world just for a meal. You fooled your king. Command your subjects so. You can even have dog meat if you wish to. There are no rules in Wild Thing Kingdom. But the Wild Things cried, Oh, please don't go. We eat you up, we love you so. And Max said, No. Well, that's a lot of rhyming. It's it's a bit overboard, Marcius. Mar Marcus? Hold on, what was... Maurice, that was the author's name. Of course, how could I forget his work? Anyway, it seems like the Wild Things wanted to show their love by eating him. Perhaps it wasn't such a bad idea for Max to leave. The wild things roared their terrible roars and gnashed their terrible teeth and rolled their terrible eyes and showed their terrible claws. But Max stepped into his private boat and waved goodbye. You don't have to be that nice, Max. They wanted to show their love by eating you. Oh my God. What if America wanted to show me their love by not voting for me? It must be some sort of reverse psychology thing. I should totally run again. I would absolutely be elected immediately. I was a fool to give up the first time. I could totally win again. My personality is so electrifying. It would be easy to win if I ran again. Moving on and sailed back over a year and in and out of weeks and through a day. He seems very proud of himself in this photo. How did he survive once again over a year without any food? He was hungry after all. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, and into the night. Oh, ignore that. And into the night. Ignore. And into the night. Ignore that. Once again, this is another one of those context things and sailed back over a year and in and out of weeks and through a day 
and into the night of his very own room where he found his supper waiting for him. Next page. And it was still hot. Oh yes, I see his supper on the desk there. <gasps> Max has finally taken off his costume. You can see his hair, which is quite a mess. His mother is probably not very proud of that. You should get a haircut, young man. Moving on. Oh, but the page seems to be leaves. That is all. Next page. Here we have a list of the other works by Maurice Sendak. One such of these is Hector Protector, and as I went over the water, two nursery rhymes. That one's probably good. I would recommend it, even though I haven't read it. That's how much I believe in Maurice. Next page. It seems to be the back of the book. We've come full circle. Wait, no, that would be if we were at the front of the page. Well, okay, I guess we're done. The moral of the story seems to be... Actually, I have no idea what the moral of this story is. I think the author just drew this and made this story up so he can draw these pictures of these wild things. That is quite interesting. Although I thought the words within the book were quite interesting in themselves. I do find words to be very interesting. It's a hobby of mine, really. Anyway, I guess the moral of the story is pictures look nice upon paper. Thank you, America. Good night. And I hope I have your vote. Click. Wow, boys and girls, wasn't that exciting and magical episode? I thought so too. Join us next time for another very exciting and happy story on Famous Person Storytime. Bye-bye. 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 For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.